and welcome to the Log Pod Podcast, a podcast specifically about the League of Gentlemen plus one woman fantasy football league. If you're not a member of that fantasy football league, this will make no sense and be extremely boring. Please leave. If you are a member, enjoy. What's up, League of Gentlemen plus Amanda? How's it going? Two weeks before we get to playoffs, big movements happened last week. Uh, this episode, uh, we're going to talk about how I went 1-5 and five last week, and then we're going to do some trade tracker. We're going to look at the playoff watch. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. And I also did something special. I looked at the top six, bottom six, over the basically through the whole year, and I looked at kind of just, you know, who's gotten lucky, who's gotten unlucky. Then we're going to do some previews, some reviews. We've got a big, big episode here coming up, coming at you, episode 13. All right, I did go 1-5. Like I said, that puts me at 39-27 and 27 for the year. Wouldn't even have anybody crack into the top five or the bottom five overall scores. Um, so let's jump straight into the trade tracker. Okay, in the trade tracker, we are tracking two different trades. Christopher's Lamar Jackson for for Mariota, Judy, and Cook. Remember, Christopher got Lamar. McCann got Mariota, Judy, and Cook. So that score is not really close. McCann has a whole lot more points. However, Christopher did benefit from the trade this last week. By being able to start Lamar Jackson instead of Mariota, he gained eight points from that trade. Meanwhile, McCann also benefited because he had Dalvin Cook. Now, Dalvin Cook's kind of had two weeks in a row, less than 10. But Mariota, um, did ha- he had 15. So I guess you could say McCann lost eight points in that. But he gained it in Dalvin Cook because, really, honestly, McCann does not I – mean, well, okay, he does have another running back. He has David Montgomery, who's been a little bit better lately because Fields has been out. So – this week, it looks like Christopher benefited from that trade. However, overall points say that McCann's winning. Now, the other trade, uh, Nick, I think, would agree, is pretty much set. Fantasy football expert got Amari Cooper. Nick got Leonard Fournette. Amari Cooper had 16 points. Last week, he had 31. Fournette was injured, did not play the game, and looks like he may have start, lost his starting job to Rashad White. All right, so that was our trade tracker. Now let's jump to the playoff watch. Playoff watch. All right, in the playoff watch, uh, we have Rayford. He's clinched at 9-3, and he's pretty much clinched a first-round bye. Now we've got... Um, four teams that are seven and five. Rayford's nine and three, and those seven and five teams, I guess, could go win win and then pull ahead of Rayford. However, Rayford is ahead by two hundred points as well. So, you he would need two people to go win win. He would have to lose twice, and they'd have to outscore him by one hundred fifty two hundred points, depending on who it is. So, not happening. Rayford, congrats. Go ahead and get ready for your playoff matchup. Um, however, the seven and five teams are a uh, log jam. Get it log? <laughs> nice. 
Fantasy football expert is leading it, and then Christopher, then Smitty, and then me. We're all seven and five. Fantasy football expert Christopher and Smitty deserve to be seven and five. I absolutely do not deserve to be seven and five, and I'm going to get more into that later. My overall points by themselves are like second worst in the league or third worst in the league. Like it's it's not good. Then we've got three six and six teams vying for that sixth playoff spot right now. That would be LaRoche, Amanda, and Nick. LaRoche is leading that barely. Um, LaRoche and Amanda are neck and neck in points. It's right between them for that sixth seed. Um, In fact, I will tell you exactly momentarily. Yeah, so Amanda's got 15... 1,560.5, 1,560.5, and LaRoche has 1,561.68. So by 1.18 points, LaRoche has that six seed, and Amanda is on the outside looking in. So as long as Amanda gets to 7-7, she really needs to look at outscoring um, LaRoche. That's kind of where she is on the uh, playoff situation. And then there's me. I'm 7-5, seven and five and I'm looking good, right? Like I'm looking like... The worst I can be is seven and seven. However, if I end up seven and seven, I would say I'm probably not going to make it. Even though last week I think I said I need one more win, I probably need another win because my point total is so low. I've had three very low scoring weeks where I've ended up winning and I should not have. Um, however, I'm, I'm happy to take it. I'm, obviously, I want to take the win. But I really need another win because my point total is so low. Any one of LaRoche, Amanda, or Nick, if they end up tied with me, they'll probably move ahead of me. Now, Nick is only nine points ahead of me. So that's, you know, I could outscore him, I guess, if we're both seven and seven. But I need LaRoche and Amanda. I need one of them to lose. But I do get lucky with schedules because that little trio of six and six teams, LaRoche, Amanda, Nick, they none of you three have a good schedule um, going out. Now that we have uh, two five and seven teams, that'd be McCann and Dad. Um, remember, there's two games left, so both of them could end up seven and seven. Now McCann has um, not very many points, so if McCann ends up seven and seven, he probably wants to be against me because I have thirteen less points, or Nick who has four less points. Uh, so. I'd say McCann has a small chance if he goes win-win. And um, then we, you know, it's another 7-7. I think the number six seed will be 7-7. and And then there will be other 7-7 and teams, and they will not be in. That's probably where we're going to end up. I'm, mathematically, that might be. No, it's not for certain because I know a six, there is a way for a 6-8 and eight team to make it. But uh, almost definitely a 7-7 seven and seven team is going to be that six seed. I don't think it's going to be a five and six seed, but that's, you know, stranger things have happened. All right, and Dad also at five and seven, but he's got a very low point total, and his team's kind of you know sucking balls right now. And then, uh, then you've got Urban. So Urban is four and eight, and he is technically still alive, but he has to outscore all the six and six teams, which he's not that far off. He already has more points than all the six and six teams. That'd be LaRoche, Amanda, and Nick. And then also, all the 6-6 six and six teams need to lose the next two weeks. So, Urban does have a chance. If he wins out and LaRoche, Amanda, and Nick lose all six of their games, so that'd be you know, two each, two times three, six, then 
Urban can win. And, and I did check it. Neither LaRoche, Amanda, or Nick, none of them are playing each other. So there's no way where one of them has to get a win. So it is possible. So Urban's going to be like the biggest fan of whoever's playing LaRoche, Amanda, and Nick this week and next week if they you know lose this week. But like I said, not very likely. There's a lot of ifs that need to happen. And then you got Jordan, and the best he can do is be 6-8. and eight. I mean, to be 5-9, and nine, that's the best he can do at this point. That's not going to be good enough. Now, if we went straight projections for the next week. So right now, I'd say we've got Rayford at 9-3. and three. We've got that... Um, Four people at seven and five, three people at six and six, two at five and seven. Urban's at four and eight, and then Jordan is at three and nine. So if everybody just kind of went the projection route, just like what right now the projections say who is going to win, then what we would end up with is Rayford would have 11 wins. He would beat Amanda and then Dad. Fantasy football expert and Christopher both would have nine wins. They would win out as well. Fantasy football expert would beat me this week, and Amanda would beat me next week. And then Christopher would win out as well. He would beat Nick this week, and then Smitty next week. Smitty would go 1-0, so he would also have eight wins. Um, And then we've got LaRoche. LaRoche is projected right now to win out. LaRoche is playing Urban this week. He's projected to win. And then he's playing me next week, and he's projected to win that as well. And so if LaRoche wins out, that puts him at 8-6, and and he would be the 5 seed. And then we have me. So that would – I am projected to lose the next two games, Fatus Football Expert and then LaRoche. That would put me at 7-7. However – if every other projection happened the way it was supposed to happen or the way it's projected to happen, then that would be enough to put me in the playoffs. I would be the sixth seed playing Christopher at the three seed. And then the, and then the other two seeds would be Smitty and LaRoche. And Amanda would be first one out and then Nick would be next one out. Now, Nick, now here's the deal. There's kind of two very important games in that final week of the season. This this week is important too. Like if I win, I'm in. I would feel good, but I'm not supposed to win. Um, if Christopher, if Nick wins, he's looking good too. Um, however, if everything goes as projected this week, next week we've got two very important games. We've got me playing LaRoche, right? So if I lose and LaRoche wins this week, then we'll both be at um, – seven and six and so that would be um it could be a play-in game if if nick wins against christopher this week and then it's me versus laroche next week or if amanda wins this week then that would be a play-in game between me and laroche it'd be like a playoff a pre-playoff primer um and then the other important game that's kind of like right now jordan is projected to beat nick in that last week however nick has alvin Kamara on a bye so the projection says that Camara on a bye, gets zero points at that spot. Jordan's projected to win. And there are some other situations too. Um, however, I don't really know who I could plug in there because for Nick, he did trade for Leonard Fournette. So he'll have him, assuming that's, you know, right now Fournette's projected to have 12 points, but who knows what that's going to look like with Rashad White. So Right now, Nick is projected to lose, and I don't see a way where that projection is going to go in favor of Nick, um, barring 
um, one of two things happening. Damian Harris is on Nick's bench, and so is J.K. Dobbins. So if one of those people play, you know, he can count on like, you know, maybe five to ten points. And that would move the projection ahead. I mean, I don't know, these projections are just just projections. But if we went by the projections, it's hard for me to say on the Nick Jordan matchup who would be projected to win because I don't really know what Nick's running back situation is going to look like then. Uh, so right now I, I kind of have to say Jordan, and that would put me in the playoffs. Plus, Nick and my, and my score are very close. So if Nick and I both ended up at seven wins, that also might end up putting me at the sixth seed because I have um, – we're like within a couple points of each other. I, I said it earlier, but I've, I have 15-01. Nick has 15-10. So we're within nine points of each other. Anything can happen. All right, so that is where we are with the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Very interesting stuff. I'm definitely lucky to be where I am. Other people have been a little bit unlucky to be where they are. We're going to get into that later when I talk about the top six, bottom six. All right. Last week, uh, like I said, I went one and five. The only matchup I got right was my lock of the week. That's why it's called the lock of the week. Um, I got everything else wrong, and I don't feel bad about it because I think there were a lot of really like, really, that guy won? Really, that person won? Like, you know, starting with this first one, Jordan played Amanda. Uh, Jordan, according to Yahoo, Jordan was favored. I also picked Jordan, however. Amanda pulled ahead and won, and she needed to win to stay in the in the playoffs. Um, she didn't even have – she did not have a legitimate RB2. It was better than Melvin Gordon, which is what, what was happening when we talked Last Wednesday, this is a week and a half ago, by the way. She did get 30 from Hertz, 30 from Jefferson, 18 from Burrow. That's really all she needed. Jordan's team, it was okay. It didn't, it just didn't have any of those big scores, like the 30 from Hertz, 30 from Jefferson. 30 for 30. Yay. Yeah. So anyway, beer break. Hold on, get a drink. <sighs> Drinking Lion Kugel Summer Shandy, my favorite, even though it's not summer. I stock up. All right, so that's what happened in that game. Next game was uh, Smitty LaRoche. Uh, I picked – Yahoo said LaRoche was going to win. I picked Smitty. Um, I was wrong. LaRoche did win, and his team went off. And really, you look at the last um, the last couple weeks from LaRoche, his team has been going off. He had – I think he had one bad week the last three weeks. The top six, bottom six um, show that he's had a top six score, I think, three of the last four weeks. Yeah, three of the last four, four of the last six. Uh, his team is a lot better than when we started the year. He's gotten his uh, wide receiver situation kind of under control with Pickens, Slayton, and Peoples-Jones. Nothing amazing, but he's gotten a little bit under control. Um, his big thing, though, is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, who was questionable, actually maybe even doubtful, like ends up with 50 points. Smitty did have 30 from Allen, and then also Garrett Wilson looks like a bona fide Nice RB st- keeper right now. So uh, Smitty did get a good score. just wasn't enough to beat LaRoche. In the Rayford versus Fantasy Football Expert matchup, I predicted Rayford was going to win, but Fantasy Football Expert took it down. With uh, Justin Fields out, Rayford just didn't have the firepower. He still had 131 points, but he just didn't get the TDs from the guys that he won. A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard. Those are guys that you can count on like an average of three or four touchdowns a week, not each, but total. 
and they and he got one. He got one touchdown from that whole group, and so that was just wasn't you know was but he still got 131, which is pretty good. Uh, you know, fantasy football expert won by 11 points, and really the biggest difference in this game, and I hate to say it was kicker and defense. Actually, you know what? I'm glad to say it because kicker and defense should not be deciding games. So if anybody feels any anger about that, Rayford, then maybe you should uh, vote with me when I say we should not have a kicker and or defense anymore. But yeah, Butker and San Fran defense for fantasy football expert got him 29. Rayford's kicker defense combo got him eight. Not good. At, I mean, that's the difference. Fantasy football expert won by 11. That's more than the difference. So there you go. The next matchup was my lock of the week. I said Christopher was going to beat Dad. Dad's team just isn't going to, isn't going to do great. I mean, he started off fine, uh, but you know McCaffrey is not getting what he thought. Now McCaffrey might even be a little bit injured. Um, I don't think he's going. They're going to pull him off the field, but I don't think he's going to get his thirty, which is really what Dad needs to get some get some points. And I talked a little bit earlier about how Dad's on definitely way on the outside looking in. He's going to need to win out, and needs a lot of other things happen to uh, make the playoffs. Meanwhile, Christopher's team looks like it's getting hot just the right time. I mean, nobody wants to play. Listen to this lineup. He's got Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. Herbert's getting way better matchups than he did at the beginning of the year. Lamar Jackson, even though this week I think he has a bad matchup, he has good matchups in the playoffs. And then he's got his wide receivers of St. Brown and Debo Samuel, although Samuel might be injured. C.D. Lamb. Uh, It's going to be... Tough sledding if anybody has to play Christopher, which looks like it might be me. Uh, and then also we got Stevenson and Kenneth Walker. Like at the beginning of the year, that looked like a weakness, and that's definitely turned into a strength. So much so that he was able to trade away Dalvin Cook and just rely on Stevenson and Walker. Also good keeper power there. Maybe uh, you're going to be looking at somebody wanting to trade for one or both one of those guys since you can't keep both running backs. Next matchup, I picked Nick to win. McCann won, and McCann had a sweet total. I forgot exactly what he scored, but he uh, he had he had plenty of points. I think it was in the one forties last week. Um, but he got you know a ton from Higgins, twenty four from Higgins. Alave seems seems nice and productive at eleven. Metcalf had twenty, and then Nick had nothing from his running backs. That was that was a big hit. He got seven from Kamara. Leonard Fournette was injured and didn't play, so he started Josh Kelly and got four, which is all really you can expect. Still had 126 because he got 29 from Godwin, 22 from Diggs, but the rest of his team really, I think everybody was under projection after that. And then we had a me. I played Urban. Urban was supposed to win, but for some reason I keep on winning um, when I predict the other team to win. So you can guarantee, fantasy football expert who I'm playing this week, that I will be picking you momentarily. But yeah, I didn't deserve. I had the seventh highest score this week. You know, it wasn't. T- I had one hundred and thirty-one points. It was. It was not terrible. Uh, when we went into that Monday night game, I was. I was talking with Irvin, and I thought I was going to lose. I had uh, Michael Pitt. I think I was down like by two points going into Monday night. I had Michael Pittman, and he had Matt Ryan. Quarterbacks outscore. You know, wide receivers. Now it's interesting dynamic there, considering they're on the same team, and Pittman's definitely the one there. But Matt Ryan's been passing a lot to his tight ends and Paris Campbell. And so I thought I thought I was going to lose going into Monday night. But I won. And even though I had the seventh highest scored and did not deserve to win, I was happy to take the dub. Totally, 100% okay with that. All right, we're going to do something a little special here. 
Took me a little bit of time to go through this, but for you guys, anything. So I went through the um, season and I made this chart that outlined the top six and the bottom six uh, scores for every week. And so if we had gone that route, I think you'll all find it very interesting. If the top six get a win and the bottom six get a loss, this would be the current standings. Fantasy football expert would be 11-1. and one. So the 12 weeks, he's had a top six score 11 times, which means he had four times where he was a top six score and ended up getting a loss. That is rough. That might be the, I mean, that's pretty bad. And he had no times when he had, well, the one, the one time where he did not have a top six score, he lost just like he was supposed to. So he was, his, he's a minus four in that category. And we, on the other end of the spectrum, oh, here, I'll get to that in a second. So Chris, our fantasy football expert would be 11 and one. Christopher is next at eight and four. Christopher has had two losses where he was a top six scorer. He also had one win when he was a bottom six scorer. So his, his net is plus is minus one. So fantasy football expert would be in first. Christopher would be second, eight and four. Smitty would be in third at eight and four. And then we would have Rayford at seven and five. Rayford, I'm not sure if you knew this, but in weeks four, five, and seven, you had a bottom six score and you won. The only time when you won when you shouldn't have, um, or I guess you lost when you shouldn't have, was week one. Like I said, this chart is very cleanly outlines, outlines what I'm talking about here. So fantasy football expert would be in first. Christopher would be in second. Smitty would be in third. Fourth would be Rayford. And then we've got LaRoche would be six and six. Nick would be six and six. And then after that, we've got a lot of five and seven teams. Amanda, McCann, Dad, and Urban. And then on the very bottom, we would have me. I would be three and nine. And Jordan would also be three and nine. So I've had... A very, I'm the luckiest person right now. Fantasy football expert is the most unlucky and I'm the luckiest. I've had four times that I've won when I should not have. I had a bottom six score four times and I ended up getting the win, including the last three weeks, week 10, 11, and 12. I'm getting very, very lucky and I'm going to make that very clear. I not, I've not earned my current record. This is the opposite of what happened three years ago. In fact, odds-wise, I could tell you the last three weeks, uh, I've been I've gotten so lucky. So let me just let me just explain this to you. I've um, I had the third lowest score, the second lowest score, and the seventh, and the sixth lowest score. So um, odds-wise. I had, last week I had a 45% chance to win and I beat the odds. The week before that I had a 9.1% chance to beat the odds and I did. And then the last one I had a 27.3% chance to win and I beat those odds. Combined probability shows that I had for the last three weeks I have a, had a 1.1% chance of winning, of being 3-0 and the last three weeks. And I have been. So... Thank you, Fantasy Football Gods, for blessing me with your love. So, top six, bottom six. Check it out. I'm going to run this, probably do a report on that towards the end of the year. 
Now, let's get into some matchups. Matchups. Matchup one. Rayford, number ranked number one. Amanda's ranked number seven. Rayford's projected to win. I also think that Rayford is going to win. Now, Rayford's, I think Rayford's got a much better team in all areas except for quarterback. Amanda does have Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Rayford has Justin Fields and Derek Carr. Justin Fields has been cleared, so I'm going to count him as a definite play. But the wide receivers for Rayford are way better. Tight end, he's got uh, Kelsey, which is better than you know everybody else's wide receivers, even, even though he's a tight end. And then um, also running backs, Rayford's got him. In fact, Amanda doesn't really have a second running back or even really a – I think at this point DeAndre Swift has gotten touchdown lucky. Um, so I don't think DeAndre Swift really counts as a good running back He's uh, or an RB2. I'll, gi- I'll give you an RB2 for Swift. So you're missing an RB1. Um, but yeah, Amanda is hoping that Najee Harris is out because she has Jalen Warren, who she, we all remember – she completely overdrafted in round 12, and she's also kept him this whole time. And I know she's sitting there thinking, ah, this is why I did it. All you people feel like idiots. Well, you know what? We really don't. Because you could have picked him up three weeks ago, or you could have drafted him in round 16 or 17 or picked him up after week one. Whatever. Nobody thinks that was a good idea. Even if Jalen Warren has like 100 points this week, no one is going to think you should have drafted him in round 12. And just to prove my point, the fantasy football gods threw James Cook on your bench, had 16.5 points. So listen, listen to the gods. He had 16.5 on Thursday night. Also, maybe looks like the RB2 Amanda's been wanting. Did he take the job over Singletary on Thursday night? It looked like it. It looked like it to me. Rayford's got a close call at RB2. Uh, He's going with Tony Pollard right now. I don't know what I would do. I'd probably really read into that situation. I don't know what Rashad White's going to do when Leonard Fournette's healthy. White does get those passes, though. Uh, he, he's earned some playing time. Probably go with Pollard at this point. Uh, but I, I would really consider going Rashad White. All right, in the next matchup, like I said, I picked Rayford on that one. Next matchup, we have Urban versus LaRoche, and I'm calling this my lock of the week. This matchup is my most locked and loaded, surefire, bet your mama's on, push all the chips in, 100% guaranteed, lock of the week, baby. LaRoche's team is really putting it together lately. Um, I, I talked about it a little bit earlier. He's had three of the last four weeks, he's had a top six score, including being the top two in scoring. Like, I think he had the high score last week and the second highest score two weeks ago. His team's looking it's, – it's really heating up at the right time. I mean, Urban's team has been pretty good too. You know, he had a down week last week against me. But he's got some really good matchups. Trevor Lawrence is going against Detroit, really bad against the pass. Austin Eckler is going against Las Vegas, who doesn't really like to play defense. Devontae Adams is going against the Chargers. That's not a hugely amazing matchup, but Adams has been, you know, really targeted a lot. I think this one's going to be high scoring, but I'm I'm going to go with LaRoche. I think uh, this could be one of those weeks where Urban has a top six score and gets a loss. Um, we'll see. He's only had one of those this year, so maybe he's due for another one. 
The next matchup we have... By the way, I don't want LaRoche to win. I want Urban to win because LaRoche is one of those teams that has a higher, has more points than me, so I really need him to have less wins than me, and I'm almost assuredly going to get a loss this week and next week. Well, I'm playing you again next week. I'm playing LaRoche next week. All right, then we have McCann versus Smitty. McCann's ranked number ninth. Smitty's ranked number four. Smitty is uh, coming off a fresh, um, you know, Oh, actually, a little bit of a comeback week. He lost. He's on a two-game losing streak. I, You know, I think originally Smitty was favored here on Yahoo, but after Josh Allen got 17 on Thursday night, I think that goes over to McCann's favor. Um, also, you know, Aaron Jones has had three good weeks in a row. I don't think it's going to happen again. Aaron Jones is really lots and lots of points or nothing. So I think this might be one of those nothing weeks. Uh, Smitty did bench uh, Mac Jones in favor of Garrett Wilson already because Mac Jones played on Thursday night. That, I didn't realize you had both of those quarterbacks, Allen versus Jones. That'd have been that'd have been fun if you if you had them both. Uh, yeah, so I I'm gonna go with McCann on this one. A little bit of like want, like I want McCann to win because I uh, Smitty was another one of those that has more points than me, and he has a seven and five record. So I'd really like. For McCann to win. I think this is going to be another high-scoring matchup. You know, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk on Smitty's team could totally go off. And so Smitty could end up winning this game. But McCann's been pretty good lately. I'm going to go with McCann on this one. All right, in the next matchup, we've got Dad versus Jordan. Currently, Dad is favored to win. Um, And I was looking at this, and I'm like, I was really shocked by that. Dad's had some pretty low scores lately. Uh, however, he's you know he's got two. Well, they both have two quarterbacks starting. the The big difference here, I think, is Dad's got Christian McCaffrey projected at twenty, and he's also starting AJ Dillon, who's projected at ten. Dillon's been pretty bad all year. He had one, he had a good week last week, but other than that, he's been pretty bad. I think both of those projections are on the high side. Meanwhile, on Jordan's team, he had Jonathan Taylor and Zeke at running back. And they're only projected to have, you know, about 26, 25 total between the two of them. Whereas McCaffrey and A.J. Dillon are projected to have 30. I'd say at least flip those, if not give Jonathan Taylor more points than Christian Taylor. At this point, I think I feel better with Jonathan Taylor as my running back than Christian McCaffrey. I think the quarterbacks are pretty equal on this. And wide receivers could go either way. Wide receivers are kind of a crapshoot sometimes anyway. I'm going to go with Jordan on this matchup. Dad's team's been pretty bad lately. McCaffrey's a little bit banged up. I'm going to go with Dad. All right, in the next matchup, we've got Christopher, who's ranked number three. Nick's ranked number eight. Huge playoff implications in this. Christopher wants to win because if he wins, he's he has a much better shot at that number two seed that bye week. Um, but if Nick wins, uh, you know he's got a hot, he's got a high enough point total. Well, actually, no, he's only he's a little bit lower. But Nick really definitely needs win, to win because he needs the wins to be eight and six versus seven and seven because seven and seven puts Nick probably on the outside looking in. Same thing with me. So I'm gonna say Christopher is probably gonna win this game. Uh, I do not understand Nick starting Mike White. Oh, actually, I do understand. I get it. I know why you're starting Mike White over Heineke. Mike White's been pretty good lately. Um, however, you know that could that can go up in flames pretty quick. You know, he just only had one. I say he's been pretty good. He was pretty good the one game he played. 
I, I think it's tough to count on that. Heineke's been, been good in his own right, too. He's projected to have more. That's for sure. So, yeah, this game, Christopher's really the big thing is both teams are looking really good. This, this could be another high-scoring matchup. But I think Christopher's team has just really been good lately. He had the high, I think he had the high score last week. His projection's really high. Uh, Nick's team is looking good too, but I, I just think Christopher's a little bit unstoppable right now. Nobody really wants to play him. All right, and then we got the next matchup, uh, me versus fantasy football experts. And I think I already told everybody who I think is going to win. I truly believe fantasy football expert will win. Do not understand how my team is in the playoffs right now. Pro- if I make the playoffs, I'm probably going to lose in week one. Everybody wants to play me in the playoffs, I'm sure, because I look like an easy out. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely not only am I picking fantasy football expert, I'm going to make this for the first time ever my second lock of the week. This matchup is my most locked and loaded. Surefire, bet your mama's on, push all the chips in, 100% guaranteed, lock of the week, baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that my team, um, you know, Kyler does well, well no, Kyler's on a bye, I'm hoping my team does well with Deshaun Watson back in the fold, Jeff Wilson doing well. Nick Chubb playing against. Who's his matchup? His matchup's really good. I don't know. Nick Chubb's got a good matchup. And meanwhile, I hope that, uh, you know, Tua is playing San- Tua on uh, fantasy football expert teams. Experts team is playing San Francisco. They've been pretty good against the quarterback. Russell Wilson's been absolutely terrible. I do think I have kind of a small, teeny, tiny, really minuscule chance to win. Probably not going to happen, though. My my wide receivers are just like the world shit show right now. I've got you know with my with Cooper Cup down. Pittman has just been he like it's bad when Michael Pittman's your best receiver right now because they're not passing very well in Indianapolis. And then after that, I'm looking at Van Jefferson, Jarvis Landry, v, MVS, all complete dart throws. Don't know where it's gonna go. All right, I think that's it. I ran through that pretty quickly, but uh, I want to watch this. Uh, I, think I heard Utah scored, so I want to watch this Utah USC game tomorrow. I'm going to the TCU game. I'm not sure if I'm going to have a voice afterwards, so wanted to get this in before that. All right, good luck, everybody. Except for fantasy football expert, I hope you lose. Okay, bye.